Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill and I help high achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. It is one month away from my wedding. (laughs) You're going to hear that like coming up every single week, the details about my wedding. I cannot believe it is coming around. I've been planning this for almost two years and it is so close and I'm literally like, wow, it is in a month's time. We're going to be married. And what's interesting is a lot of people are like, oh, hey, like, do you need help? Are you super stressed? And it's actually been like, touch wood, I hope you don't jinx it, but really so far stress-free. And I think that's because probably like, obviously I've been planning this for two years, but earlier in the months, uh, that's when I was doing a lot of just like getting stuff out of the way because I absolutely hate doing it at the last minute when people, you know, need things by this deadline, etc. So it's been pretty good, smooth sailing um, and everything is going pretty smoothly and I'm very excited and I'm so excited as well. We are going to have some new people in the cohort for 2024 for the Epic Work and Life program. Things are just ramping up. Um, And I'm so excited because after the wedding, I will really just be back into it. You may have noticed that I have been very quiet on social media, probably for the good, honestly, like three to four months. It has been crazy with wedding work and I have stepped, I've been doing what I need to in the business and also support you amazing followers and listeners out there. And I have just mentally decided coming up with, especially towards Christmas, like, you know what, I'm just going to take a little step back and that's totally fine. And I'm just planning stuff in the background for the new year and some exciting stuff for that. Let's get into today's episode. This is a good one. This is a really good one. I was talking to a client about it. She was having some drama with this. I've had drama with this. And again, I'm always still figuring out the headline, but it's about how to stop being angry at work right? And when I'm talking about anger, I mean absolute anger, like white hot rage, just so mad about something. And I really want to give you some tips on how to deal with this because I'm going to go into detail on anger. Anger is such an interesting emotion. And I'm going to tell you how anger is not going to be your best, as you would know from how you would feel when you're angry, it's not going to be the best emotion to have when you are making decisions. So I'm going to explain why that is, but I'm also give you going to give you some tips, obviously, how to get out of that. But I'm going to give you such a key question that's going to reframe how you feel in the moment. I always use it for myself as well to kind of just almost like snap your fingers and you kind of get out of that anger a little bit. You, you take a step back from the emotion. But let me set the scene, okay? Let's say you're maybe you're a project manager and you are organizing a project and you're leading this project and you're working with different groups to get this project out the door, right? This is something that I also, funny enough, do myself. I am an analyst, but I also work with a variety of people so we can, you know, we have to work with different people to get the end, to achieve the end goal, basically, right? So let's say you're in that situation and you're going through it. Things are going well. 
you're all staying on track and you get up to a point where maybe you're having a meeting with everyone to like sort some stuff out and it's just not working. There's been miscommunication. You're wondering why it's coming off this way. Things are now starting to get delayed. There is now a very evident blocker with a certain group of people and they needed to go sort stuff out, but they should have done that earlier. And you were sitting there like, I am just trying to do my job and get things through. Why aren't people following up or doing what I should be doing? And you start to feel very frustrated. This is something that a client actually went through recently, which she has given me permission to share a little bit about here. And maybe you're thinking, I just wish people would just do their fucking job. (laughs) Do what you're supposed to do. Why is this happening now? Why are you being told all these issues, these problems, these blockers now so close to the project? It is due so soon. We don't want to delay it any longer. Oh my God, what if it gets delayed? Then my boss is going to be mad. This is ridiculous. It's not even my fault. It's going to look like it's my fault and no one takes me seriously. I am so sick of this. You start to you know, ramble and go off and maybe you likely start to almost blame yourself as well. Like no one treats me with respect. No one is listening to me. This is actually, like, this is ridiculous. And funny enough, this whole thing that I'm talking about themes on from the last episode where I talk about like letting go. So there's a bit of a theme here with some of these episodes that I'm building up towards. But the issue is, isn't the fact that these people, whether it's true or not, like haven't necessarily done their job. It's to do with the fact that this blocker has now appeared, the deadline is coming and you can't control the situation. Like you're frustrated. You've done absolutely everything within your power. You've checked in with people. You have, you know, sent those emails. You've done what you've had to do. You've highlighted things early and yet this has happened. This has fallen through the cracks A person hasn't done to your standard what you're expecting them to do and you're frustrated. That is a completely normal emotion. Maybe you go straight into planning mode. You're just thinking this is what we need to do. Maybe you're checking in a lot more with this person. You're really trying to foster things through. You're trying to like you're doing more of what you were doing before, like checking in, etc. And you might be feeling like nothing is moving and you start to get extremely angry with the whole situation. Maybe you come home, you vent to your partner, you're so mad. You're mad at everything. You're just like, why are people not doing what I expect them to do? And what seems to happen is, so for this client, it like we were just going through, like it kind of kept happening, right? Like we were messaging in between it and like it's, it's building up. So the anger is building. The resentment towards other people is building and it is leading to thoughts and ways of handling it, which outside in weren't looking like the best hence why again getting coached is so important understanding your thoughts and being able to distance yourself from emotions are really really important in the corporate world so before i get into all the tips also how i help my client through the same tips i'm going to show you share with you is i want to just give you a little bit on anger because it is such an interesting emotion i think it's interesting because for me personally it is something that i have typically repressed and i think a lot of women have repressed their anger Um, We have been taught like anger isn't really, you know, don't be angry as a woman, don't be, you know, too much, etc. So I'm really good at dealing with emotions like grief, sadness, anxiety, but it comes to anger. It's really interesting. My body immediately will repress it. Like I can actually feel my body 
repressing it. It's very weird. It's like I feel it in my throat and then my body immediately like pushes it down. Very interesting when you get very in tune with your body, what it's starting to do. I've started to become more aware of it, right? Now, what can happen though is it builds up over time in your body and it can just come out, right? And it can come out, I think, for regardless of gender, in subtle ways. Maybe it's a passive aggressive note to a colleague. Maybe it's a slightly raised voice in a meeting, which again, a slightly raised voice in, in a meeting with someone or being like direct. Nothing wrong with that. But I always say to my clients, like you've got to f- work out where this is all coming from, because as this anger and resentment is building, it's going to lead down to more Maybe decisions that aren't necessarily you're going to align with or you're going to look back on and be like, oh, maybe I should have, shouldn't have done it that way. Personally, I absolutely hate the take because you hear this all the time in the coaching, psychology world, whatever. And it is true. Anger really at its core is sadness. There is like pain underneath anger and you're not able to deal with that pain. Therefore, the anger comes out. My take is I don't fully agree with that. Okay. Because I think what happens is we can sometimes, if we're not expressing how we feel like that frustration, it just gets bottled up and it just needs to come out. And I have dealt with pain, sadness, etc. I have looked underneath anger. There is also a part of me that is like, I want to be fucking mad and I want to be able to kind of like a boiling pot of water, like let the steam out. My view is women have typically been told to just keep it all together That by telling women to keep it all together, they just, it's almost like, you know, like the twitching eye kind of thing. It's like, no, fucking no, I do not want to keep it together. I want people to goddamn listen to me. I want things to go my way. I want this control, which is what I'm getting into now. Understanding where the anger is coming from is really important because anger ultimately is just triggering your fight or flight response. And if anything, I think anger and some of the actions you might take from anger is triggering a little bit of what I like to call a corporate fight response, which is what I was going back and forth with my client on when I was noticing some of the actions in her unintentional model. I'm like, there's a bit of a corporate fight that I'm starting to feel like this resistance, right? Like this, I need to take a stand, I need to put my foot down, etc. My actual take is there's nothing wrong with channeling anger into the right way. But again, you want to be aware of it and then know how to use your anger, not let anger be running the show and be taking actions that are not aligned with you and maybe not going to be good for what you're doing in the corporate world. And a very obvious example of that, let's say, is just someone like shouting, like shouting, raging in a meeting room. Guess what it does? And I've seen this happen. People go quiet. People pull away. And it might feel, it was really interesting when this happened. This happened years ago in my corporate career. Wasn't to me, I was observing it. Everyone was quiet and kind of pulling away. And everyone was almost trying to subdue this person. And I, in my mind, thought, this person thinks they have power right now because everyone is quiet, etc. But actually, the opposite is happening. I've lost so much respect for this person and I know that this person is now operating from a place of whether it's like real fear, pain, etc. I actually, in that moment, whilst I wasn't appreciative of how like he shouldn't have been doing what he was doing, but in a weird way also felt sorry for that person because I'm like, I know underneath everything there is some frustration, but that's not being handled in a professional way right now. 
I'm not saying you are going to do that. Like, oh my God, if I do that and I let my rage, like not anger, not be controlled, this will happen. It's very unlikely. (laughs) Just knowing the clients that I work with, you are also aware of, you know, their emotions, etc., and just trying to work things out. Very unlikely. In saying that, it's good to know because you will get your power back and you're not going to be driven by anger. And that's what, and this is what this is where I was getting to with my whole little story there. Anger, it's triggering a fight or flight response. You can't think or make rational decisions. You're not thinking pragmatically about the problem. And what the best thing to do, what I was working with my client through was all this frustration. It was around like there is a lack of control. It then went internal to it's me. They don't respect me. It's because I'm a woman, etc. like all these other thoughts. And we probed them and we all explored them. And really what it came down to is at the end of the day, these people, whether it was intentional or not, like you can think whatever you want, right? You can think that this person it was just shit at their job. They intentionally are sucking and trying to ruin my life. Or you can just empathize and be like, you know what? They've missed something. They're trying to do the best that they can. And this has happened. And you need to be focusing on just how do we get that fixed? How do we get that sorted? How do we showcase that there's going to be some progress made here? This has happened. And like, thinking instead of oh my god this shit has happened it's getting yourself out of that into how do we just fix the problem you can't do that when you're angry so what we realized towards the end of this was there was a fear of disrespect there was this belief around you know it's all going to come back on like purely her like she's managing this project it's going to be all on her fault and we went through some ways around how from also a corporate perspective how to like kind of how to actually manage the situation just outside and separate from coaching. But she was only able to do that once she realized that she was just putting the blame onto them and then assuming that no one respected her and just finding all she was doing was finding all this evidence when really outside in as a coach, what I could see was a lot of stressed people working together and someone, yes, has dropped the ball. And you can think that's intentional. Like you can think whatever you want. It could. Oh, this is what I was saying. Like it could be intentional. But is that story serving you right now? Because right now you're stuck in this place of like resentment. You're angry. You're coming home. You're getting frustrated. That's going to show within the project. That's going to like, potentially like be seen by your manager, etc. Like it has this flow on effect instead of just focusing. Like it's almost like there is a boulder that's you're walking on a path, a big old boulder has appeared and you're mad at the boulder. You're like, I cannot believe this boulder is in my path. And I'm on the outside in like the boulder's just being a boulder. The boulder was there to begin with. The boulder isn't sentient. It's not trying to ruin your life. It just happened to be there. We just need to focus on getting rid of the boulder. It sucks that we have to do that. We need to like climb it or dig through it or get more people. And yeah, it's going to like slow things down. Like you thinking that way. And this is where having a one-on-one coach is so powerful because she very quickly, within a matter of days, was able to just recuperate. And she got through the project successfully. She got praised from her boss. But she even said to herself, like this, once she kind of knew in her mind where everything was coming from and how to handle it, she felt so much calmer. And that energy even came off when she was managing the project and working with those people when she was able to just empathize with them. It's seriously like it has a flow on effect. How you are showing up with your emotions in meetings, etc. It does have that effect, right? It's like the example I gave of the person who was like out angry in a room. Like 
that anger was getting everyone to be subdued, but it also can be the opposite where your calm energy, etc., can do the same thing, like the good effect, really. Okay, great, Michelle. You've told me a happy little story with your client, but like, what am I supposed to do with my anger? Firstly, if you are feeling the anger, I want you to get really comfortable with it. I want you to notice when anger is popping up. I want you to see if you also repress it. And you'll know for yourself, takes a while, takes a while. Just let yourself get angry and just see what happens. I, it took me quite a few months to realize that I would get angry and then I would immediately, it's like a physical pushing in my body. And it is because growing up being mad was not good. It was not safe for me. I was not allowed to be angry. I was allowed to be sad, anxious, happy, whatever, but I could not be angry. And anger, funny enough, I fear it. I do not enjoy it. I feel weird allowing it to exist. And it's the work that I am doing and I have made strides in. So when it pops up and you start to feel this, it could start as frustration. And then as it starts to turn and change, I want you to be with that emotion. You need to get very comfortable with anger. So then you can know in the moment when it's popping up and starting to cause a whole heap of shit. The next thing is when something like this happens, the same situation I want you to be thinking in your mind, why am I angry right now, right? What is making me so angry and how does that relate to my abilities? So what is making me angry? How does it relate to my abilities? How does it relate to me? All anger is, and this is really for any emotion, what I've noticed weirdly with anger about a situation is it's like which I absolutely hate sometimes, it comes down to pain and it comes down to your brain being like, I need this situation to change. I need it to be different. I'm going to express this emotion because I don't want this to either come back on me. I don't want to be thinking this way, etc. Like there is basically a thought underneath all of this that is creating and causing this chaos that you need to start getting comfortable with. And what I have a consistent pattern I've noticed with myself and all my clients is the anger comes back to how they are viewing themselves in that situation. Like a big example would be the control. There is a lack of control. There is a frustration. Oh my God, no one is listening to me. It's because they don't respect me. That's the reason. And you're finding evidence for that. And what I say to clients too is even if that's true, it's not helping you right now. Right now you're in the thick of it. You're trying to figure out this project. You're not this is not a helpful way of thinking and feeling. So you want to figure out what is the reflection on you. So for this client, it was a lack of control. It was something slipped through and she was making it mean that it was her fault and it would look bad. And ultimately it was coming down to what really, if we went really down the ladder, like I'm not good enough. This is just evidence. I'm not good enough. You know, people will then get angry at me. And it's like, okay, see, See, it has nothing to do with what the people are saying or doing. It's all to do with you and your thoughts. How is this thought coming in and trying to shit on everything right now instead of just, you know, you're taking your anger out on the boulder instead of focusing on how do we just shift the boulder? That is a completely different way of thinking. That is coming from a completely different set of thoughts and emotions, like a complete different mindset shift. But before you do that, some of you, don't want to process your goddamn emotions. 
(laughs) You need to get better at being with these feelings is the most common thing I get from all of you in my DMs. You're talking about like, I'm so sick of feeling these feel, you know, how I'm feeling, etc. And the advice that I'm giving constantly on this podcast (laughs) and sometimes to myself is you can't just just rush through this. You've got to be feeling it. I know you don't want to, and I know you think that there's no point in like, why should I feel this emotion? Like, why should I just wallow in this? You need to be comfortable with these emotions because they're just going to be part of your every day. And if you're not comfortable with them, if you either run with the emotions or run away from them and you like repress and ignore it, it's going to fuck up your life. Like used to fuck up mine. I've completely burnt out. I have induced an autoimmune condition from years of overworking and just not like I will not process any emotions and not even just just at work, just things that were going on in my personal life. It's just let's just work, do work and just focus and it will be fine because that is funny enough what I used to do as a kid. I was really good at doing my homework. Don't deal with your feelings. Just overwork yourself until you induce an autoimmune condition is literally what I did. Hence why I found coaching and I do this whole podcast for you. So getting comfortable with feelings and again, hence the name of the podcast I'm going to just hone in on it. It's really important. If you're not reacting to the emotion, if you're letting it exist and be there, and if you're being almost a friend to it, and then you will be creating space with it. I've created so much more space with anger than I did years ago. And years ago, funny enough, I didn't really feel anger. I'd actually feel rage because I used to repress it so much. It was like white hot rage that would just randomly explode after I'm talking months of not feeling anything. My body is like at its limits. But here is the crucial question that you need to actually be asking yourself that I asked my same client that like changed the whole game for her that I'm going to share with you. And that's this. Did you grow up having to control the outcome to feel safe? I'm going to say that again. Did you grow up having to control the outcome to feel safe? And the reason I said that is because she was so focused on control and there was that, like, you know, the resentment we were talking about. And it was interesting because she took a while and she came to me the next day and she was like, you know what? I really did get berated if I didn't do X, Y, you know, X, Y, Z to this perfect standard. I really was fearful for me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so there's a part of you that is like, I want to control this and it's frustrated and this frustration is turning into anger. And I think that anger is actually anger at yourself but you're deflecting it onto other people because it's so much easier to do versus ourselves. But you are angry at you, really. And underneath all of that was like there was some sadness, there was some pain. And it's like, yeah, but you can see how the whole interconnection of emotions, right? You're angry at you for something that you couldn't control. That wasn't your fault. And guess what? Nothing bad, even if the project failed nothing bad is going to happen. Yes. Here's another thing, right? I think it's so interesting when I learned this for myself, when other people are angry at you, it's not actually you, it's them. If you take anything from this, take this. I've said this before, actually, when people are deflecting their own emotions onto you, it's all to do with them. And now, my God, do I have so much compassion for people who like acting however they want, like at work, whatever, etc. because they're just human beings 
acting with their own thoughts and emotions and they're just deflecting that out onto me. Like I'm the emotional punching bag, but I don't have to be that. I don't have to take their words, their thoughts, etc., on and then use that to also berate myself with, right? You can be the one that stops that. And you can also be the one who, when we saw this pattern of this anger going to start, you know, coming into, you know, that corporate fight thing and deflecting onto others, you're able, when you understand when it's coming from, you're able to then shift and think about how do I actually want to show up for this? And she got such a better outcome from it. And then she's learnt for next time as well. And she's like, you know what? Shit can happen. I don't need to be angry at other people. I don't need to be angry at myself. I can give myself self-compassion. I can give myself other self-compassion. And I'm like, think about how much more cohesive you guys are going to work together, how that's going to show with leadership. Like, it's so beneficial. So I leave you with that. I will see you next week. And process and, you know, deal with those big fucking feelings, guys. (laughs) Feel your goddamn feelings. I'm going to hone that in for the rest of the year. (laughs) See you next week. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge. How to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.